You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Hello, welcome along to a special edition of the Today's Conveyancer podcast. It's a condensed version today. And I'm here again with Ben Robinson, Managing Director of Landmark Estate Agency Services and Rob Gurney, Managing Director of Oakrosoft to discuss the latest Landmark Property Trends Report. We've talked about this in a previous podcast. So very, very briefly, the Trends Report tracks listings, sold subject to contract, searches ordered and completion numbers and gives us a bit of an idea of what's happening in the marketplace. I've gone back and I've listened to the previous podcast we did, which is three months ago. The picture was pretty rosy at that point. I'm looking at the latest report now. The picture looks slightly different. Thank you both very much indeed for joining. I'm going to come to you, Ben, first. What's happening in the property market at the moment? I know you're, you're sort of quite focused on the front end of the transaction, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as since last time, as you say, the, the landscape's changed a little. Obviously, we've come out of the back end of last year, last time, and, and, and there'd been a big wobble. But going into the new year, there was renewed optimism and it looked like the trends were going in the right direction. Um, but of course, there's been lots of uncertainty since, um, although that uncertainty doesn't seem to be impacting supply so much. So supply through the quarter has been pretty good, similar when you're factoring working days actually uh, to 2019, so relatively normal. Um, but demand hasn't. Demand has been low to weak. So the demand strength ratio as we look, which is to sales agreed against listings, um, is below 70%. Uh, normal market operates 75 to 80%. Um, and since lockdown, it soared to above 90% at times. Um, so that's why we saw uh, too many sales for the properties available. Um, and what we're seeing now is uh, lots of properties available and rising stock on the market, but not enough buyers to take them up. Which obviously has a knock-on effect for conveyances, Rob. So tell us what the picture looks like for conveyances. We're looking at April, May and June predominantly, aren't we, over the last three months, because we're using the data that Land Registry releases. And we're also looking at Landmark's own data. What does the picture look like for conveyances over that last three months and, and what it might mean for the next three months? Yeah, I mean, in terms of new instructions, yeah, just to echo sort of what Ben's already said, really, um, the first quarter of, of this year, we did sort of see steadily increasing numbers you know it was it wasn't anywhere near where the the baseline should be in terms of 2019 but we were seeing a recovery operation happening and i suppose that's why we ended last podcast on a positive note um what's happened in the last three months um it's dropped back unfortunately the comparison to uh the, the equivalent months in 2019 yeah looks reasonably bleak april was at 65 percent may was at 67 uh, and June uh, did jump up to 77%, but still obviously way off, um, you know, what we would call uh, normal activity. There's a number of external factors in this as well. You've already alluded, Ben, to the fact that the average number of working days in the month is slightly different. We've had a number of bank holidays over the course of the last couple of months as well. And of course, we've had the coronation, which has had a, a knock-on impact. What else is happening in this market that is affecting some of these numbers, Rob? 
Yeah, you've, you've basically uh, put yeah, not, not the nail on the head, really, with regards to working days. And just for an example, June um, 23, so the month that's just passed, that jump from 67% to 77% looks like a positive one. And I suppose it is. In, um, however, when you look at working days, um, 22 working days uh, in June 23, and you compare that to the number of working days in our baseline, is 20. So it's actually a 10% fluctuation in the number of working days in that particular month. So actually, you know, if the working days in 19 and 23 were the same, June would have been sort of 30% off of normality and not 23% off. The stats need always to be taken in context. Um, and you know, that, that apparent sort of recovery last month is actually a fake one. It's lies, damn lies and statistics, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, I think you can certainly say that, and that's the thing when you're interpreting thing, these things, you've got to, you've got to know the underlying trends as well. And I think, um, you know, from an agent's view, what's happening? Well, uh, interest rates um, and and the drivers that we're seeing are actually drivers of supply and restricting demand, which is an an imbalance. So if you look at the the death debt divorce, clearly when interest rates go up, debt becomes more of an issue. You get downsizers as well because it's more expensive to live, and even landlords, for example selling up because why would you hold a property if you're at 3% yield when you get 5% in the bank account for a lot less pain? Um, so they're driving properties to the market. But again, you need people to be able to buy. And to buy, people need certainty. Even if it interest is at a higher level, they need certainty and they need balance. So property prices to have found that balance against the cost of living and interest rates. And every time the interest rates jump up, that you get this period of uncertainty where the market readjusts to, you know, the rates change, uh, mortgage deals are pulled or come back. Um, and then uh, eventually people get stability again. People make decisions, you get pent up demand and they decide to make moves. So the demand does come back and we see that over and over again, but it still seems to be stalled. Um, and I think that's people waiting for a bit more longer term certainty to start making committed purchases. You, you see this, I mean, it's reported in the national press. I don't know what the average increase in people's mortgages is but i've heard anywhere from three four hundred pound up to a thousand pounds you know it's 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 a huge difference for people isn't it to find there's also that lag between new mortgages coming to the market so as the base rate jumps mortgage providers all remove their previous mortgage offers and and there's a lag there in in terms of availability rob i know you're particularly keen to explain a bit about what this means for conveyances from instruction to completion. Explain what's happening there as well, because that's not quite working as we might expect it to be. Absolutely. It's just to, to sort of you know, give you a bit of detail in terms of um, you know, the impact on, on, on conveyances portfolios, really, due to this economic uncertainty that's prevailing at the moment. I'm a bit obsessed by the metric of, of completions to instructions ratio. It's something that we monitor here at Landmark. Um, obviously, in a dream scenario, lawyers would you know, be taking on the exact same number of cases as they're able to complete. Um, so, you know, the, the ratio would be at 100 percent and you know, there'd be no fall throughs, there'd be no delays, there'd be no capacity issues and it would be a dream. Obviously, that never actually happens in reality. In a rising market, you expect that ratio to be lower because obviously you know, more, more cases coming onto the market and onto the books of lawyers and you know, the, the, the pipeline being um, immature. And in a, a tough or declining market, you'd expect that ratio to be a lot higher. Um, 
less work coming in through the front door uh, means more time to get those completions done. So theoretically, um, in the current state uh, that the market's in, we should be seeing a high completion to instruction ratio. Um, as we've already said, you know, new business is around 30% lower than normal market expectations. Um, however, in, in May, we saw the lowest CIR ratio since July 21. And if you cast your mind back to July 21, that was the month that followed the huge completion surge due to the SDLT holiday cutoff. Now, obviously, we haven't had any sort of SDLT holiday type events in the last quarter. So, you know, why is the CIR so low? And just to give you an example, you know, April was looking at 49% completions to instructions. May was 48 and June did increase to 56. Now, it's got to be down to lawyers simply being unable to complete their portfolios in the usual manner, which has got to be down to, to market nervousness and uncertainty. You know, uh, all of the reasons that we've already sort of highlighted uh, increases in fall throughs means that, you know, entire chains have to reset, etc. The reason why the June number has jumped up by sort of 8%, well, I think, you know, pipeline maturity does help. And we saw you know, the January, February, March numbers increasing, and that would always you know, ultimately lead to an uptick in completions you know, three, four months later, um, which is obviously what we've, what we've seen. We left the end of the last podcast with this sort of, not rosy picture, but a, a slightly upbeat picture. I think it's fair to say the last three months haven't necessarily followed what we might have expected at that point. Again, crystal ball time, and I'm not going to hold you to this, but this paints a real picture of uncertainty for the next three, six months. Have you guys got any thoughts as to what that might hold? From my perspective, or ever the optimist, obviously inflation wasn't where it has been or wasn't where it was expected to be. Um, hopefully that's a good sign for interest rates in terms of not necessarily coming down, but just stability. So we don't keep getting these jumps and banks don't keep hedging that we're going to go higher and higher. Um, that'll bring more deals back at better rates and hopefully we'll find balance more quickly. Having said that, we're going into summer period now. There's, you know, we've missed the seasonal boom and it tends to quieten off anyway. So, you know, my expectation is that there'll be a bit of pent up demand. Those people who weren't moving because they were waiting to see what was happening. There's plenty of supply, um, but we should, because the market usually does, find some kind of balance in that demand strength ratio before the end of the year. But I imagine sales will remain relatively flat um, through the rest of the year and perhaps next year is as uh, ever um, that optimism comes back and fingers crossed the world's a little bit more stable and interest rates a little bit more stable and we don't get this this jumping through that boom period and uh, uh, people come back to the market in terms of uh, the normal levels of demand there's a lot of people that have moved on to very short-term mortgage deals isn't there i think i was reading the two-year deals are very popular at the moment whilst mm. people wait yeah. uh, to see what the outcome is what about yourself rob yeah, I think um, yeah, Ben's right. The market needs some stability, uh, and I think you know the only positive I can sort of pick up is that you know the lawyers potentially will be able to see sort of a, a bit more stability in terms of you know case volumes because it does seem as though um, you know we have plateaued slightly uh, over the last three months. Um, we're certainly not seeing that that sort of um, encouraging growth, albeit from a very very low position at the beginning of the year. What does that mean in terms of completions? I, I think we're going to have a difficult quarter. 
um, because I don't think that the, the transaction numbers are there. However, you know, like I say, a bit of stability in, in general will perhaps bring about more people deciding to to take take the punt and actually go for for the property after all. Be interesting to see what happens. It's a shortened version of the podcast, but it's been great to have some insight from you guys. Thank you. The Landmark Property Trends Report is available on the Today's Conveyancer website to review. Thank you to Ben for your insights and also to you, Rob. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again very soon. You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter.